Welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. If you are looking for inspiration and in living out your Catholic faith, or would like some tips and strategies to live the virtue of chastity, or would like help living your vocation to the full, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is born out of our desire to set the whole world on fire with God's love so that every single person would know that they are made for love and happiness. We are your hosts, Simon Carrington. And I'm Madeline Carrington. And we're husband and wife. We're parents to to two gorgeous boys, the co-founders of Fire Up Ministries. And mate, we are on a bold mission to help you experience the love you've always dreamed of. So from wherever you are listening, we welcome you and we are so glad that you have joined us. Is it possible that you could have a, a female you know, mind, spirit, whatever they might say in a, in a, in a body that is male, like, is, is that a real thing? And, and how, how could we, how, how do we help people with, with who might, who might genuinely experience that, that sense that yeah. my body does not marry up to what I think I am. Yeah. And I, and I think we've got to be honest with the lived experience of people that for some people, it may feel like that that I am a boy trapped in a girl's body, a girl trapped in a boy's body. Strictly speaking, you can't have a boy trapped in a girl's body, a girl trapped in a boy's, like that doesn't happen. You can't have a girl brain and a boy body neurologically, scientifically, that's not happening. But what you do have is the genuine experience of feeling that way, of feeling that like, look, physiologically, I know I'm biologically male, born male, assigned male, whatever terms they want to use. But I really feel like I am not just interested in what girls like, or I feel like a girl, but I feel I am a girl. And this can cause obviously considerable distress, discomfort, you know, agonizing, you know, suffering sometimes. And this is what's called gender dysphoria. And so euphoria is a state of peace and contentment and bliss. Euphoria is the opposite of that. A, a, a deep distress over a felt incongruence between my biological sex and the inner sense of who I am as a person. And so that's gender dysphoria. I was reading one woman, Dr. Deborah So, and she's not conservative, she's not Catholic. I mean, she used to write for Playboy magazine, but what she pointed out is that to pair together the words trans and kid, is part of the lexicon of the trans activist movement to make you think that some people by their very nature are trans. And and she says, if we think there are kids that are trans, we will treat them very differently than believing that there are children who experience gender dysphoria. And Mm so we've got to understand that the body, as I had mentioned earlier, is not meaningless, it's meaningful. But sometimes it's true that it doesn't seem to line up with who we feel we are. But then the question comes, okay, where do who do we trust though? Do we trust the feelings or do we trust the body? You know, which one do we trust is true? And 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 it's hard because especially as, as young people, as adolescents, many people who experience gender dysphoria are autistic. In fact, 42% of them, according wow. to the European Journal of Psychology, um, meet the criterion for an autism diagnosis in the trans community. Now, some of the qualities of being on the autistic spectrum. One, you tend to be a little bit socially awkward, uh, have very rigid black and white thinking patterns, and tend to lock on to subjects of interest with a, a very uh, voracious you know, interest, like this is the thing, and are very allergic to any outside interference with your focus on this particular thing. And so if you had, let's say, a 15-year-old girl 
uh, it was autistic. Now, for autistic girls, they tend to be more interested in things than people. And so she might feel like, I don't fit with the other girls. I like things. I'm not into the things the other girls are like. She feels more comfortable on online interactions than in person. And then she goes to her computer and she discovers these trans influencers. Like, hey, look, if you feel like you're not at home in your own body and you don't fit with the other girls, well, it's probably because you're non-binary or trans. And this is what those words mean. And then the kids go down this rabbit hole of this online discovery of their authentic self and come out with, hey, mom, dad, I'm non-binary and I want a double mastectomy so I can be my authentic self. Because I mean, fighting autism, fighting anxiety or depression, that's a hard target. I mean, that's like shadow boxing. But if the body becomes the target of intervention, then it can be, in a sense, a wonderful distraction from the things that actually might need clinical intervention. Because now you got a problem, the body. So I need testosterone, puberty blockers, and surgeries, and then I'm going to feel at home in my own body. But then they go through all these things. And quite often, the suicide rate climbs after these procedures. After they go on puberty blockers, the girls are more likely to self-harm than they were before going on puberty blockers. And so it promises so much relief. But in the end, the numbers are coming in that it's not working. That's why over in the Scandinavian countries, in Finland, Sweden, you look at what's going on in, in Norway and Amsterdam, they're backing off. I mean, the biggest gender clinic in the United Kingdom just got shut down because they realized this yeah, was not yeah, creating solutions. Yeah. It was creating problems. It's, it's, it's so important because I think like, like what what you what you're describing really is that is that i think we're we're living in a culture that is um that 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 wants to give no meaning to to like to to our flesh our body which is meant to be to be to to be a sign of god and all the you know this 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 sacramental sign of god it's it's so full of meaning and it's sacred and and valuable and all these things but i think um, so much of this problem actually has to do with 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 not assigning a lot of meaning or significance to our body. We would like to thank you for joining us for this episode. If you thought that it was helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and 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 share with a friend. And for more content like this, online videos, special offers access to exclusive Fire Up events and a Fired Up community, consider joining our Fire Up family. So head to our website and for a monthly gift of your choice, you can help others experience the love they always dreamed of. So um, may God bless you and your family. Now go set the world on fire.